Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. And we are back with our Hallmark Christmas reviews for this past weekend. Yep. Yay! This was definitely a higher point than Lifetime, but not completely high. <laughs> no, it wasn't like a runaway race or anything, but they they won slightly over Lifetime this week. Yeah. So if we jump in, the first premiere was Christmas in Vienna with Brennan Elliott and Sarah Drew. And this movie, has they have been building up this movie since before I feel even Fall Harvest. Like, I feel like I've been seeing reviews or previews for this for like three months. Well, because also they filmed it at Christmas last year, right? Yeah. So there, this is the only movie that they have had footage for. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, we are going to promote the heck out of this thing. Yep. I think that's what happened. Well, I mean, if they had to pick one to promote, this is the one to do it because there were a lot of beautiful shots since they actually got to shoot this in Vienna you know, pre-COVID times Yep. during the Christmas season. So it's all true to life, like setting and everything, which is great. Yeah, it was really, really pretty. And, you know, I don't know anything about Vienna, really. So I had not been like, oh, Vienna is definitely somewhere that's on my list to go. Mm-hmm. But I think I would love to go now that I've seen this. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't high on my list either, but it's definitely there now. Like, I'm sure you could take a quick day trip from some other major European city and spend the day in Vienna since everything's so close there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of the star of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it it was a cute movie, though. It Um, was cute. And I really like Sarah Drew's character. I thought she was like she had this awkward, quirky humor that was fun and I appreciated. Yeah, I liked her too. I I got I think I got hung up more on the storyline on this one. Like I liked the storyline, but it was very up and down for me because they started the conflict like an hour in and then it was you know like yeah he asks her opinion and she gives it to her and to him and then he's upset about it and then it takes 15 minutes for them to be fine again and then it comes the same conflict comes back up again so I just felt like it was very up and down and I felt like what are the chances that she goes to Vienna and is watching this advent wreath which by the way is one of my favorite active Christmas activities that we don't do anymore we used to do this all the time at church when I was a kid where you light a candle every week and then there's like a Bible verse that goes with it. And by the end, like you like the big one in the middle. I loved that mm-hmm. as a kid. But what's the chances that she's going to meet the guy who is going to be, who turns out to be her roommate from college's cousin? Yeah. It just was like, this is a little bit too much. It was kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a small town, like a, like if it was the Alaska setting, I'd be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's always kind of an unbelievable meat cute. This is true. Or several meat cutes in a row yeah. where they just keep running into each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole thing that tricked me out of all those previews was, and I guess this is the spoiler alert, that I thought Sarah had all these children. <laughs> And she does not have all these kids. All these kids belong to him. Yeah, I you said that to me. And I was like, honestly, I must have missed the actual premieres because I didn't even know that there were kids in this. And as soon as they got on the scene, I was like, oh, Stephanie doesn't like child ensemble casts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, so 
I was like very surprised. I was like, I didn't know that there were kids involved in this for whatever reason. Yeah, you, I don't know how you missed that. But I, I will say. Past it. <laughs> it was in the bathroom. <laughs> you were in the bathroom. Even though I don't like kid ensemble things, I will say that this movie did a better job of focusing on the actual romantic relationship between Sarah and Brennan. I, That's true. I felt like they had a lot more alone time and like actual specific like there's one scene where they're in this famous ferris wheel and it's very romantic and you know you think they're gonna kiss and you know it's obvious there's something there so i don't know i just felt that this movie did a better job at balancing the family kids with the romance well i think that's easy to occur when one of the parents actually is the parent of the kid in like um christmas with the darlings neither one of them were the parents and the kids were there for christmas and that entails that you're gonna make them the priority and want to spend time with them so i feel like the darlings one was probably at a disadvantage in that aspect because of the way that they developed the story that's true because the kids were the main focus in that story whereas in this one because like that one's about oh we don't want these kids to be alone for christmas blah 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 well this one is more oh what am i gonna do with my music career oh what am i gonna do with my ambassador career like the kids were fine you know and they had the cousin to help watch them right so it wasn't it still wasn't my favorite it was another (laughs) violin movie yeah one more violin it's like the star on the christmas tree (laughs) i know i need one more for my bingo and then what do i win carrie You win a free cup of cocoa from inside your own pantry. <laughs> Woo. I thought you were going to say I win a love and nonsense t-shirt. Oh, yeah. It's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those yet, guys. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, we're thinking of the future. Yeah. But yeah, another violin movie. I'm just over it. Yeah. And I didn't love the conflict in this one either. Like I got really irritated with the first one. We're like, Brennan, why are you being a baby? <laughs> Like, you literally asked her. She told you, I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to get upset at my opinion. And you go, it's okay. Tell me anyway. And then you're mad. <laughs> Quit being well, a child. Well, ain't that the way of things? I mean, at least pretend like you're not mad. <laughs> Brennan's just not my favorite. I like um, him a lot because I like him in those movies. The two sets of movies that he's in with Lacey Chabert, the, what's that one called? All, all My Love? All, yeah. In My, All My. All My Heart. It's something within. Oh, no. Yeah. All My Something like that. Those in movies. Yep. And then the crossword puzzle mysteries, which they're my favorite ones of the mystery series. So. Okay. So I have a question then about Brennan. So shout out to Jen again. She gets all sorts of shout outs. Yes, she does. But she associates Brennan Elliott with, I think she said Cedar Cove. Did you ever watch Cedar Cove? I have watched Cedar Cove, but I've only watched, I think, the first two seasons, maybe. They came out with like a third or something, and then I didn't stay caught up. So I haven't ever finished it. And I didn't even realize he was in that now that I'm, but I may not have just, I may just not have known at the time who he was. Well, because her thing with him is that I guess in Cedar Cove, he was a very like manipulative, charming person. He wasn't a good guy in that show. And so now when she sees him, she kind of has that in the back of her mind, the whole manipulative, charming thing. So I didn't know. I guess if you don't remember much about Cedar Cove and him being in it, you wouldn't have that shadow. I don't have that. But she she basically feels about him the way I feel about Allison Sweeney. (laughs) I see you, Sammy Brady. (laughs) This does not surprise me because you guys remind me a lot of each other. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so can we rate it? Yeah. All right. I 
actually broke this down. So I gave it a five for setting because mm-hmm. you can't just have Vienna on location and not give it a five. And at Christmas time where you didn't have to fake the Christmas. Yes. So love it. I feel like all on location movies should probably get a five. But so far, this is the only on location I think we've had. So that one is. in Solange. What was that movie? Oh, so- <laughs> It was in Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It was in Solving. Solving. Yes, that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't count that as on location. Sorry, Solving. It's a Christmassy town. The most Christmassy town. (laughs) Whatever. We're going to get hate mail from Solving people. I Uh, I gave it a three for style and three for storyline. Something I I noticed in this movie. Sorry, I cut you off. It's okay. Go ahead. But something I noticed was that she wore a lot of berets on her head. Oh, yeah. And I... I mean, I think berets are cute, but then I'm like, okay, we're in Vienna, we're in Europe. This is the typical American, I'm going to wear a beret. Like, we're not in France, but still. It's like, really? We had to go there? Yeah, I gave the style also a three. I just didn't love a lot of it. Her dress at the end was like perfection. It was beautiful. It fit her perfectly. It was a fabulous choice, I felt like. That dark one? Yeah, you didn't like it? it? black? It wasn't black. I think it was navy blue. I mean, I guess it was pretty, but it was just very dark. I loved the cut of the straps. It was like came, I think it came to a point and then had like the around the neck straps that went down. I don't know. I just really liked it. And I thought if you're going to play an instrument, you probably need something that's close to you. You know, that's true. Beautiful. Uh, And then I also I gave it five candy canes for Christmas because, again, Vienna at Christmas time, it was perfection (laughs) i gave you i was exactly the same except for on storyline i did give it a four for storyline because i did like the storyline the only thing i didn't like was the conflict and the fact that the conflict happened so early but other than that i liked the idea of the storyline so i probably should give it a nonsense but i'm gonna give it a love because of vienna i'm giving it a love for vienna Yeah, but why? I mean, you still rated it two fives. So you think I should give it a love because I gave it two fives? I'm just saying you could. It's not like it's not like you gave it twos across the board and you're like, I should really give it a nonsense, but I'm going to give it a love. You know, it's not like an obvious choice is what I was trying to say. Well, it is what it is. I just kind of come up with these own gut feelings. (laughs) I feel like it was a love because it was definitely one of the top two movies this weekend. Oh, yeah. It was definitely in the top two. It was a it was a high point in the movies. So yeah, it's a shame it came on second out of all of them. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie, Meet Me at Christmas with Mark Declan and Catherine Bell. And I like Mark Declan. I like Catherine Bell and I like Mark Declan. I don't get their thing in this movie. I the only positive I could say for it. I don't even know if this is a positive was it was told differently because there is a lot of flashbacks which they don't normally do that kind of thing that's true and i give her a little bit of a pass i think most of my issue is mostly they were extreme characters to me and really like okay let me explain he was like a child Mm -hmm. because he has never been able to like be in a committed relationship and all these things he's running away from everything his whole entire life so he's basically like a man child in this movie right until he meets her right the complete opposite of his character in love and sunshine (laughs) yes and then she is like she was not nice most of the time 
Like, why is he even interested in her? Like, yeah, she was kind of rude. I, and I, I like I wrote in my notes, I guess she was like really adjusting to her husband having passed away. But still, she she was not nice most of the movie. And I did not love that because I think Catherine Bell is so nice. Yeah, she just had a chip on her shoulder. Yeah, and he was like kind of an unsympathetic character to me. Yeah, I I mean, I knew that I wasn't going to care for this, and yet I watched it anyway. That's how I did. That's what I did, too. (laughs) So it it was on Saturday, so I was like, on Sunday, I was like, well, I guess I can watch it. Yeah, uh, the Christmas Doctor did not benefit from that. (laughs) No, it did not, because neither one of us watched it. (laughs) No, I mean, that's all I have to say about it, honestly. I will say the one other thing that I I did, and there's two other things I wrote down. The wedding, like I know when we previewed the premieres coming up, I talked about them standing, like the preview that was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries and how they did the scene where she's like, just imagine it. And I hate these types of scenes where they like with this over here and the line of heaters and blah, blah, and this. And and I was just like, I hate when they do these scenes in general, but I was like, this is such a tiny space for a wedding. I will say the wedding scene was a lot better than I expected based upon that preview. Mm -hmm. There were a lot less people than I was expecting to be at a wedding too. I think there was like less than 20. I mean, well, she said at the beginning that it was going to be a small intimate thing that is true but i didn't know that when i saw the preview (laughs) right and i did like the way that they lit the trees because i felt that that made it really pretty i'm still really unsure about walking through the snow to the spot (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean there weren't old people really so that's a benefit but like you couldn't take your grandma and have her walk out there to view your wedding and then i just overall felt like there was too much conflict throughout this whole movie like she made this thing such a big deal more than it should have been a big deal yeah so i didn't i didn't love it (laughs) no but i gave it threes across the board because i can't say that i hated it for anything it just i definitely think it was geared to a different person in a different season of life than me so i think that was part of me just not being able to get into it you're nice oh dear what did you give it i gave the set and christmas threes but style and storyline i gave twos Mm. the style for pretty much everybody was like blah i don't even remember what the girl wore for the wedding and i usually like the big dresses i at least pay attention to you know yeah even if it's just to say it's (laughs) ill-fitting that's right (laughs) and the storyline i just didn't think it was great well there you go nonsense guys nonsense you heard it here first hopefully Hey guys, we're back again for yet another segment of Bed, Wed, or Dead. Now it's the Hallmark ones for the three that we watched. So we did not watch The Christmas Doctor, so it's not part of the list. So it is Ryan Pavey, Mark Declan, Brennan Elliott. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Stephanie? Well, this one is extremely easy for me. (laughs) I would bed Mark Declan, wed Ryan Pavey, both sure... And then poor Brennan, he's dead. <laughs> Mine would be not the same. Although Ryan Pavey is definitely the same. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to marry Ryan Pavey? Okay, so we're wedding. We're, he's, he's like now polygamist. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm going to switch them. <gasps> I like Brennan Elliott a lot from those other movies. So I'm, No, don't I'm pull off him. Mark. Sorry. Sorry. No! If no. for nothing else, I had to do it to get the the response out of you. How dare you kill off <laughs> poor Mark Declan? You know what? If it was Love and Sunshine, I would say no. Oh, uh, yes. 
love Love and Sunshine. So what what would it take you to say no to Brennan? Let's do some dealing here. <laughs> you just really want Brennan dead is what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, he is in all those mystery movies. Yeah. One of these days. But he's not a killer or anything in those movies. <laughs> Lacey could be solving his murder. No, nothing against Brennan. Okay, you said your piece. Yep. All right, so the last movie that we watched this weekend, it wasn't the last one to air, was A Timeless Christmas with Aaron Cahill and Ryan Pavey. Yep. This was the time travel one that we were all waiting for because it was definitely different from normal Hallmark movies. Yes, I will agree with that. It was not as funny as I thought it was going to be, though. No, even even the part that we thought was funny, I didn't laugh at again oh, when it didn't? came on. I laughed no. at it again. I thought that that was funny. I, I actually, I kind of missed it because I was like not super paying attention. It's like, Meh. and then I rewound it to rewatch it. And I was like, well, this is still cute. So yeah, I will say I love love Ryan Pavey and I really like him as this old fashioned character. Gentleman. Yes. He was very like chivalrous and courteous. I don't even know. I just loved his whole personality, everything that he said. And I really liked the period part of the movie where they were in 1903. I wish Hallmark would do more period pieces. Like I know we know they do Wind Calls the Heart and everyone loves it. Mm -hmm. And they used to do more historical type movies. So why can't we get back to that? Well, because we're just putting him in time traveling. I wish we would not do that. Keep them in their time and have them fall in love in their time. I want to see that. Listen up, Hallmark. <laughs> I really thought it was a cute movie, though. It was mm-hmm. it, it was a good, I think it was the best movie of the weekend, in my opinion. I have some spoilers in here that I wanted to talk about, as expected, because I spoiled this one <laughs> in the preview episode that we did. He doesn't go back, but we already knew that because he never returned, right? So mm-hmm. I did like that he ended up staying with her, and I liked that there was like him coming to terms with the guy that was his nemesis in 1903 and kind of like forgiving him and moving forward, right? And then my other spoiler is I really loved that at the end of the movie, she stayed in her position instead of going to something different, which I feel like is so common. Like they write these, especially I feel like women roles where they're, oh, well, I'm not really happy doing what I like. I've been going after this thing and I'm not really happy about about it. And she did go after her PhD to become a teacher, but you can use the PhD for the job she was in. Like it was still a well-suited job. And I think I kind of just liked that she stayed where she was happy. And I really liked their banter. I thought that them two together, the banter between them was good because she kind of stood up to him a little bit and he was not used to that. No. And I liked that she is a descendant of Rosie, who he respects so much. Yeah. Do we think that Rosie maybe has some mystical powers? <laughs> like she knew that the the clock was magic or that her descendant would be someone that he would fall in love with. I don't know. Because she made it a whole point in the beginning, like time will tell if you find your true love and blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe, it's worth the wait. Maybe she is the one who used the clock before. <gasps> that was definitely, I think, a spoiler. <laughs> 
I mean, they didn't say anything about it. It was at the end, but... That is a good point that I didn't even think about, but you could be right. Huh. Now I'm curious about where she came from. Um, So many unanswered questions. I did have other concern, though. I had one huge concern. Okay. Do these people not know what they're doing in a museum? (laughs) Like, he goes and gets his, like bag of toiletries from 1903 and she's like you probably don't want to use that opens the toothpaste with all the dust coming off of it puts it back in there and hands it back to him you guys don't touch in those kinds of things without gloves on and stuff like that like why is she (laughs) she not like i know this is your stuff but it's not your stuff anymore you can't touch that well i feel like she i mean it was his stuff so even though 100 years have passed and he'd already touched it he couldn't go into a court of law and argue that that's his stuff No, but who's going to sue him for touching it? I hope my sister-in-law listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) She works in a museum and she would be appalled. (laughs) Well, if we're going along those lines, what about the lady, the museum at the college with their clock? I thought she just lent the clock. (laughs) I thought the same thing about that. And then you notice he puts that clock back on his mantle. I know. And I'm like, it's got to go back to the museum. To the, it's to the not university. yours. Okay. Funny story about this clock, though. I have a miniature replica of that same clock that I got from France. Oh, really? This is a real clock? Like, I just assumed they made that or something. Well, that shape. Oh, okay. It looked very similar. Mine's blue and that one was like red or something. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have this clock in, you know, smaller that You're I got ma- in one of the Paris Ryan, Can you, you need to turn that thing. Well, It'll take I've you already, to Stephanie. I've already, I've already broken it, Carrie. Oh no, <laughs> I'm stuck. No. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> we gotta get that fixed ASAP. I, I've once again ruined my love life. <laughs> With <laughs> first, Second I don't take in a row. <laughs> I know. First, I don't take the job I should have. Now I broke the time traveling clock. What is next? This explains so much. <laughs> I just think you're bad at decision making. <laughs> we need to work on this going forward. How how does that affect me breaking a clock? I mean, I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If okay, my true life is out there. I don't have any of these little things that have come up so far. And I'm still single, too. So, and I'm older than you. Yeah, who knows what you've done. <laughs> Probably I've not talked to people. <laughs> Well, I know that's on my list, too. God is like sitting there like, Carrie, just start a freaking conversation, man. It's so hard. Okay. Now that we've listened to Carrie and Stephanie's non-existent love lives, (laughs) it's like, this is why they watch so much Hallmark. (laughs) Not to be cliche or anything. Oh, man. Okay. Bringing it back bringing it back. One of the scenes I liked the most, which is an odd scene to like, but I messaged you about it, was they had your typical girl standing on a ladder or whatever, and she falls and the guy catches her. And normally the guy is right next to the girl and it's just like, she falls into his arms. But this one, he's turned away from her. He's kind of a few feet from her and he just hears something ominous and he just turns and he runs to catch her. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I like that scene. It's very random. Gentlemanly, like concerned for other people. 1903. Yes. Well, not other people, just her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would have ran that fast if someone else was falling. What if fake possibly? Eliza was falling? Yeah. How forward well, of you. <laughs> may- maybe he wouldn't have been as attuned to her. True. To know. I still, yeah, I still love it. 
I still like the whole forward thing. And he said something else that I don't remember either that was kind of along those lines. Oh, it was when she was in his room and he's like, I'm not sure it's appropriate for a single young woman to be alone in a room with me. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and she's like, times have changed. <laughs> and and I liked it at the end where she turned it on him. She's like, how forward of you? Oh, yeah, because he was... He was pushing. He was like, he was like, we're just going to be together forever now. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess if you left your own time to stay with For the person someone that you're in love with, like the that the clock says that you're supposed to be with, it's kind of you got to commit to it. It's kind of like the Bachelorette that just happened. If she's going to leave all these guys for you, you got to propose. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like his time, it was probably very common to like meet someone and be like, you're the one. <laughs> you're the one. Like, I bet they didn't have super long courtships as often as super long dating happens now. Yeah, I th- I think I agree with that because they definitely weren't dating back then. Right. But like, if you were courting somebody, you were courting someone to like... Marry them. Marry them. And you wouldn't court somebody for five years, right? Yeah. And there's plenty of people who date for five years. That's true. Of course, people who are dating may not be pointing towards marriage. Whereas that's times have changed. <laughs> times have changed. Times have changed. Oh, man. So I rated this movie all fours and I gave it a love because of Ryan mostly. Well, I almost gave it all fours. The Ooh. only thing that I gave it a five for was the set, mostly because I'm obsessed with architecture and I adored that house. Mm. Um, I thought it was really pretty from the outside. I loved the scenes where they were in the 1900s with the horse-drawn carriage thing and the like. I liked all these things. So yeah, it was nice. Did that house, I'm just thinking of this, was it the same house or very similar to the house from The Spirit of Christmas? You know, I kind of thought of this, but it definitely was not the same house inside. 100% was not the same house inside. It was not that open. Mm. I'm going to Google it. Okay, well, while you're Googling it, I am going to rank these now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so remember, we are ranking these Hallmark movies with the Lifetime movies we reviewed in the last episode. So number one... And honestly, this is kind of a toss-up for me. It's Ryan Pavey versus Vienna. And I put A Timeless Christmas as number one. So Ryan won out. I did too. And then Christmas in Vienna. And then the Chris... Yeah? Yeah. Then the Christmas edition. Christmas on the Vine. Yes. And then this was also a toss-up, but I put Meet Me at Christmas because of Mark Declan. And then Christmas on Wheels. That's what I did too. Last week, we were like all over the place. And this week, we're back in line again. Yeah. Good to know we can rank these threes. <laughs> also, going back to where things were filmed, uh, A Timeless Christmas was filmed in Vancouver, and The Spirit of Christmas was primarily filmed in Massachusetts. Oh, wow. It was entirely shot in Massachusetts. Sorry. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Good for them. For a non-Canadian setting. Now, I've got a question. Where okay. did A Timeless Christmas and Christmas in Vienna fall in your grand list? Did you do this? I, I didn't actually rank them, but let me look. Because I I feel like I could probably place them. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay. Do, oh, you want to go? Are you ready to go ahead? Or, or oh, you can you can go first. Okay, so I still have one roll of holiday as my highest one. Mm-hmm. And then I put cranberry Christmas, deliver by Christmas. I know I'm different from you on this one because Christmas with the darlings, Christmas unwrapped, and the Christmas bow. Those are all fairly very close. Um, mm-hmm. I think the top three are still the top three for me, like above the rest. And then yeah. a Timeless Christmas and then Christmas in Vienna and then Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. And then so forth and so on. 
down the list. Okay. So those were like, what, six and seven for you? Yes. Okay. I think mine are going to fall to, ooh, this is hard. It's either going to be seven, eight or eight, nine. It's going to come after candy cane Christmas, which is at six, but it come, it's going to come before what is where I don't know. Six, then? My top six are delivered by Christmas, one Royal holiday, the Christmas ring. So those are the top three. Okay. And then Christmas unwrapped, cranberry Christmas, and then candy cane Christmas. Okay. So then I don't know whether I want to put a timeless Christmas and Christmas in Vienna above the Christmas bow. So they either go above the Christmas bow or below it, but they're definitely above Christmas Yule blog. And then after all that is all the other ones. Yeah. We should really post these. <laughs> Maybe we can make like a type it out or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to share it at the end, but I guess we could share it an ongoing. So they're like middle of the road as expected. I will tell you. I'm not going to go into the details of this, but last week I watched A Ring for Christmas. It was an Up TV one, not the same one that you ranked so high. And it is down with Forever Christmas, and I left spaces between. <laughs> I was like, I don't think anybody's beaten this, and not very good. So That's terrible. I haven't even been adding the Up TV ones. Maybe I should. Well, you haven't watched any of the new ones yet. Oh, that's right. That's why. <laughs> I've watched the old ones, or some of the old ones. That's totally different. We're not reviewing those on here. So that wraps up this week's reviews. Our next episode is a Thanksgiving episode where we don't know exactly what we're doing. We're going to be thankful about it, though. Yeah, we're going to be thankful. Maybe we'll talk about Thanksgiving movies. And we're going to figure it out by tomorrow yeah. when we'll probably record it. Yep, pretty much. I cannot believe. I was like looking at the schedule. I'm like, man, we're already doing a Thanksgiving episode. But next week is literally Thanksgiving. I know. It's insane. I don't like it. Time is flying by too fast. Well, you know, and in March, we're like, oh my gosh, April dragged on forever. Well, that's what I don't like because soon we're going to be back into January. And what do we have to look forward to? More lockdowns. <laughs> So, you know, I don't like it. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I am in favor of lockdown since people can't get their stuff together. Yeah, but just freaking wear a mask, guys. It is not it like I don't like it, but I put them at and I mean, North Carolina is actually pretty good. I don't know where we stand on the numbers because I haven't I gave up really looking super detailed, but Georgia does not require masks like North, North Carolina requires if you're in a store, you're supposed to have a mask on and Georgia doesn't. The number of people walking into like Quick Trip with like 20 other people. I am just like, why do you people not have just put a mask on? I know. It's not, just... like a, it's not like the end all be all saving, right? It's not going to make the virus go away. But if no, for nothing else, no one else's spit is getting on you if everybody wears a mask. Yeah. That's our PSA for the week. No one's spit is getting on you <laughs> if you wear a mask. <laughs> okay. We probably That's it just for like us. Lost, a, lost a listener. I'm sorry to the five people. No, we have more than five people who listen to us. <laughs> We have at least 12. <laughs> at least 12. Oh, gosh. Anyway, that's all for now. Look forward to our Thanksgiving episode. I'm sure it'll be fun. Yep, whatever we're going to do. Whatever. <laughs> so subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently, those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media yes follow us on facebook and instagram at love and nonsense podcast talk to you later bye <laughs> <laughs>